Thanks everyone for joining me on another episode of Chatbot Weddings. Today we are talking to one of my favorite vendors on the ground. He's my favorite vendor because of many reasons. One, because he is, in my opinion, one of the best bartenders I've ever encountered in my work with clients, in my wedding work, and in general, just you know, somebody who runs a bar. Two, he makes the best drinks ever. And if you don't know what you want to drink, he'll figure it out. And if you give him, give him enough time, he will absolutely make you something just for you. Customization is the name of his game. And you know I'm all about custom off-resort destination weddings. So today I'm talking to my friend and bartender extraordinaire, Gossett Brown. And he is one of my hidden gem pull it out when I need to a coup de grace to get a client going in terms of their customization. And um, I would just love to introduce him to you guys. He's amazing, amazing. Um, and without further ado, hi, Gosset. Welcome to Chatbot Wedding. Hi, Ophelia. Thanks for having me. Awesome. I am so excited to talk to you um, right now because, as you know, we're, and we're just so excited about the fact that weddings are reopening. Destination Jamaica is reopening and people are getting very excited. The inquiries are coming in. The clients who've been in the pipeline are having their weddings. And more than anything else, my scheduler is blowing up with consultations of clients who have just been waiting and excited and ready to start talking about weddings in Jamaica. So it is a great time now to be talking to you about what that can look like in terms of their bar, in terms of their bar service, in terms of their custom offerings. So before we jump into all of that, I would just like you to introduce our, uh, yourself to our audience. And again, for the sake of this podcast, our audience is actually other wedding professionals, specifically wedding planners, who are bringing their clients to Jamaica and want resources on the ground to work with um, to you know, help them to deliver that custom off-resort wedding. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience and tell them who you are and tell us how you got into bartending. All right, I will. Um... Hello, listeners. I am Gossip Brown, more affectionately known as Gossip Buds. Um, I like to think I'm the baddest thing on two foot in a bar, you know. Um, I've been bartending for a number of years. I want to say 10 years total. I've been introduced to bartending due to my father being a bartender and, you know, living abroad with him for a little while, watching him go off into small competitions or even when, you know, things were a bit slow, he would bottle and sell um, his own little mixtures and sell that on, 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 on the roadside. So while we were living in the Bahamas, um, I'm currently employed as the bar supervisor at the Rock House Hotel, but I am more leaning into destination weddings, as Ophelia said. Um, I, 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 honestly, I, I prefer function life. I don't know why, just there's, there's just this energy that's around it that I, I really do appreciate and, and, and love. Um, I wouldn't say I'm 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 the best. I know I'm very good, but not to downplay myself. But I know that my my approach to bartending is 
more of an experience, not just, you know, shake up every little thing and say, here you go. Um, you spoke about me doing craft cocktails, which is something you know I love. Like, I love making cocktails from scratch, from the infusions or the syrups. I, I, I don't think it's wrong for me to be the one to make the syrups versus going to buy one. You know, um, a lot of times bartenders go off into just buying stuff to say, you know, shake up some rum punch and here you go. I, I would like my drink or any drink that I'd serve to be something tailored to who I'm serving it to. Because honestly, it's not about me. It's, it's about the person and what they, they like, what they would prefer. Um, yeah, I'm just, you know, your neighborhood fun-loving bartender. <laughs> and I, I'm glad you touched on that because I think that is the crux of what our clients or wedding professionals or wedding planners, I think that's what they're looking for. They're looking for um, vendors that can help them create that one-of-a-kind, unique experience for their clients. Clients come to Jamaica to get married for different reasons. And the clients that we are specifically talking to, the clients that are clients who are other wedding professionals um, are talking to are the ones who want something different. They want to go off property to special venues. They want to, to work with specific vendors that have been handpicked by their planners to work with them. And one of the reasons for that is that they always want something different. Um, craft cocktails has been a thing for a while. A lot of companies, a lot of small companies and, um, you know, bartenders have made a livelihood out of doing craft cocktails and opening small, um, cool spots to be able to cater to, to that. And more and more clients are looking for something that represents them. They not only want to find something that you create for them specifically, but they know the kind of drinkers that their family and friends are, and they want to be able to cater to that as well. And I think that is what attracts our crew to you as a uh, bartender, as somebody who brings an experience. And one of the things that I really, really love is that you make your own um, syrups and your own infusions and tinctures and you know, as you like to refer to the stuff that's hidden under the bed, that's the right, kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of thing that we're looking for. So, in 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 getting to that, can you walk us through your process a little bit about designing a cocktail? Like, for example, when I come to you and I say, "Got it, I have a client." What kind of information do you need from me to help you? to start that crafting process, that special design process? What kind of information would okay. you want about your clients to help you to start that process? And then once you get that information, how do you go about, you know, curating your process to design that? Well, well, I would start by finding out where your clients are from. Um, I realized that certain regions um, but certain spirits are, are more favored. For example, if you're coming from the south side of America, you might like bourbon, or if you you might like your vodka as well, because you know Texas makes um, Tito's vodka. Um, you know, and from there I need to know if they have any allergies, so I know what not to serve them, because we're not trying to hurt them. 
from there, my basic thought process would be sweet, sour, and spirit, and then a modifier after. So if this person is, say, a tequila lover, we don't necessarily have to go margarita, but we'll start with the sweet, the sour, and the spirit, which would most likely be a syrup of some kind, um, a, a citrus of some sort, and then the spirit, which in, in this case mentioned tequila. And then from there, we could add a modifier like mango juice or a herb, or maybe I would have, as you said, something under the bed that I've been hiding for some time, flavored with rosemary or lavender or, you know, something something of that sort. And then for, for this is just me, I just, I just, I, I really like different types of beverages. Not everything is a cocktail. So if a, if a person says to me they want a cocktail in particular, I'm thinking, um, a make of sugar, water, spirit, um, bitters, and bitters could be, you know, regular aromatic bitters or something flavored like a grapefruit bitters or chocolate bitters. Um, and then we move on from there. If they said they want a wine-based drink, in my mind, I'm thinking a cobbler, so I'm thinking a citrus juice, something sweet, not necessarily a syrup, it could be a liqueur, um, wine, a wine to use, uh, something like a Moscato in some cases, or we go off into a Pinot Grigio to make their cobbler. Um, if they want a spit, a spritz, a fizz, a fix. Like I, I just generally go off and what do they like? Let's make something that will make them comfortable. I remember uh, earlier this year, the one we had, I had one function that this person really liked mezcal, but they wanted this drink to be, you know, out, out of the way in a sense. And and. I got myself some fresh East Indian mangoes and made a puree from that and um, some cocktail glitter, some edible cocktail glitter. And, and it was a very bright, phenomenal drink with a smoky hint of the mezcal. And um, their last name was Story. It was actually for a, uh, an anniversary. And <laughs> we, we, I tend to name the beverages close to either an experience that they had while meeting each other, or in this case, I used their last name. So we called the drink the love story. Um, and it was it was a hit due to the one, the guest liking mezcal, two, knowing that everything in there was crafted for them and not just something that we just ran off and bought in a shop somewhere. Um, and uh, they knew that they, were, they weren't going to see this cocktail just floating around there. And of course, I shared the recipe with them. So when they're home and, you know, and there's, special time they can you know play bartender for each other and um recreate their drink so that that's that's for me that's that's a big part of making a cocktail because um or the should i say beverage um i i really as i said i really aim to please whoever is having their cocktail or their beverage and um keeping them in their happy place versus just saying oh i got this and i make something that they you know not necessarily like because of the spirit or because of the taste of an ingredient or so right i i totally love that um i love the the fact that you always you know ask for information you always try to dig down to something that's really important to the couple or something that is related to the wedding, whether it's a part of the wedding story that's already been crafted by the planner, or it is something that is specific to the design of the, the, the couple's experience. Um, I, of course, always remember one of the weddings that we did together and that famous cigar bar. And 
even though I had seen it done before, just the way you smoked each glass with the cigar that the particular person was smoking before you added in their special, um, I think it was bourbon or was it scotch? It was probably scotch. I, I, I remember there being, there being, I think about four spirits there. It was um, like a, a very premium rum, um, some cognac, scotch, and, and I think another bourbon, but a very premium bourbon. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was so interesting to see that each person had their own cigar, um, you know, lit and, and smoked into their glass with whatever their libation was. And I think it made a difference. And I think um, I remember hearing one groomsman remark that he had never had. It's not his wedding. And yet he felt like he was the best man at the wedding, um, <laughs> which he, <laughs> was an aha moment and that is exactly the kind of moment that we're trying to get guests to feel. I mean, I can imagine that not everybody would figure that they'd be able to have such an amazing personal experience because there are so many people at a wedding and it's a bar and they don't expect to have that very personal custom feel, but you bring that to the table and I'm always appreciative of that. I, I recall just in conversations with you and being able to create different elements because a lot of weddings you probably have one or two signature cocktails, but we've been able to pair things with different um, courses as well, which is why it's also so important to you as well to know what's on the menu and to have a good relationship with the chef so that that kind of food and wine pairing, um, food and drink pairing can also happen because one of the things that, again, is also awesome is that it's not every meal that has to be paired with just wine. Meals can be that's true. With that is very true. Absolutely. Um, and and you do that really well. You can pair each course with a specific drink or cocktail. Um, and you can make those suggestions. And then that can be such an elevated dining experience as well, because now everything is composed very well with food and drink. Um, and those are all the reasons that I personally love working with you because I can create, I, I know that I can rely on your knowledge of what you do and the way you, um, you, you see your craft to make a bigger experience than just your typical bartending experience. I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard to do, but what I realize here in Jamaica is that we, we don't have much of a cocktail culture. And that's something I'm, I, if I could be a pioneer, if you will, of cocktail culture in Jamaica, that's one thing I'm aiming for because we make one of the most versatile spirits here in Jamaica. We make rum, and but the rum that we make can be substituted for a different spirit in any other cocktail. For example, we have light rum, not white rum, not the overproof stuff that different houses make like Appleton or Money Musk and, and you can always use them for you know a, a, a daiquiri that would maybe remind you of a margarita if mixed the right way um, and then I realized that these rums as well could be paired with food so for example if you're having a fish um, a fish dish um, of course you're going to want something light not necessarily something with a heavy oaky smell or taste um, you know something that could go well with a modifier that would, you know, complement the, the the dish that you're having. So if you're having fish, I know 
like lime. Lime seems to go well with any fish dish. And most times when people are scaling fish, they're using limes to, to help prep themselves, prep their fish while they're at home. So, you know, a, a, a heavy citrus cocktail would go well with a fish dish. Um, something more on the sweeter side would help out with uh, a, a dish that's spicy, like a very spicy chicken dish. So it's always good to know what the chef is preparing so you can, you know, piggyback on that in a sense. If he's using a particular sauce, who knows, maybe you can use a main ingredient from that sauce to make a cocktail that will just go well with his presentation. So it doesn't seem like, you know, he's doing his thing and you're doing your thing. It just makes everything come together full circle and the whole team, regardless if they know each other or not, looks good doing what they're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. So that throws me to asking if you have a favorite cocktail. I know that as a bartender, you probably think, geez, what my favorite yesterday or my favorite tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it depends on my mood, but I am, I am, I am strangely, I'm a, I'm a lover of mezcal and um, I, I, I can't really find mezcal that easily here. Most times I get, you know, a friend of mine, but um, like margaritas made from mezcal with a hint of, spice like a, a scotch bonnet ring in there you call me name or or um i think you know this drink the the paradise island right yeah man my go-to definitely definitely my go-to the paradise island i mean not just because i'm the one who invented it but it, it's very cool it's very refreshing it, it gets you where you want to go and keeps you there well i'm hoping that i can convince you to share Paradise Island with us so that I can drop it in the podcast notes for those folks who want to get a taste of something that you've designed and play in oh, that kitchen. Yes, man. I'm, I'm more than happy to share it. So the Paradise Island is like a twist on an amaretto sour. Normally the amaretto sour would just be um, one part amaretto, de serrano, preferably um, one part simple syrup and then one part lime juice but i went a bit further and added one part overproof or if you have a particular spirit you like you could play with but i prefer overproof for the paradise island and um uh three to four dashes of angostura aromatic bitters and there you go uh, uh for garnish we use a uh, mint sprig and a lime wedge awesome but and right that, before you add the, the mince bread, just bruise it a little so it gives the mint. Gosset, do we still have you? Yeah, you do. Oh, sorry. You said right before you garnish, bruise the mint sprig a little bit? Yes, and, and add it to the top of the beverage. Okay, awesome. So I think I can find uh, a... a video of you creating i think it was the paradise island and yes it was, it was so i'll drop it here <laughs> as well so people can take a quick look at what that looks like when you're pouring it all up so that's awesome um all right so for the folks for our our guests who are listening um and again our b2b guests who are other wedding professionals internationally who want to bring their clients to Jamaica to get married, what is the best way for someone to engage with you to work on an event? Um, meaning, you know, how do they find you? What, how would you prefer for them to, to connect with you and engage with you? Um, they can always 
uh, hit me up on on my Instagram page, uh, which is Gussie underscore Bads underscore Cocktail underscore Enthusiast. I'm sorry for so much of the score, but or they could just email me at um, my first and last name, which is G O S S E T T Brown at gmail.com. Um, or you know, WhatsApp. By I'm I'm very WhatsApp friendly, so you can always call me at. Uh, 876-877-6236 and um, yeah we could always you know brainstorm something for a, a wedding or a, another event not necessarily a wedding it could be anniversary party birthday party cocktail social absolutely and we I will definitely drop all of that information for them in the podcast notes so guys you can just scroll down wherever it is that you are listening to this um, on whatever platform you can just scroll down to the podcast notes and gossip information will be in there. And rolling down to our last couple of questions, I also wanted to find out, is there anything in particular that you want in an international wedding professional to know about working with you? Um, if there is one thing that you could say or that would help them to prep for that first conversation, um, what kind of information do you want them to come prepared with for that first conversation with you? Uh, I would say, like, as I mentioned earlier, definitely where the clients are from. Uh, it gives me a better idea of how to approach them. Um, I, am, I am very easy to work with, as you know. Um, I just need to know time and date and what we need to do, what, what, what's needed to be executed, and I'm there. Um, also, I need to know how many people are a part of the, 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 the event. Should I require a team? And I have a small team that I work with. Um, also, you know, if there's anything on my end that would be needed, for example, if I should bring my own bar setup, um, if glassware, you need glassware to rent, um, tools and the style of bar that they would want to host for that wedding. Okay. Or awesome. So guys, again, um, we are talking to Gossett Brown. He is one of my favorite mixologists and cocktail enthusiasts on the ground. Um, I hardly ever refer to Gossett as a bartender. I do not consider him to be just a bartender. He is the creator <laughs> of the most amazing custom craft drink on the island. You know, I'm I'm thinking of of, of changing because everybody's running around saying you're a mixologist. Now you can refer to me as a liquid engineer. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here for the first time, folks. You heard it here on Chatbot Weddings. Um, we have a, a go again for me, Gosset. A liquid engineer. We have a liquid engineer that does custom craft cocktails on the island of Jamaica. You've heard it here, folks, um, and. <laughs> Be be aware that this is no small feat and this guy packs a punch in terms of the style of your event in delivering an amazing experience, an amazing bar experience, an amazing drink experience, um, an amazing style and flair. He is amazing in the bar. His team, they're well-dressed. They look very dapper. Their, their, bar, um, their bar is run um seamlessly 
and the drinks keep flowing. And believe me, by the end of the day, they are going to be your guests favorite people at the wedding. Um, so again, thanks so much, Gossett, for being here with us. I am looking forward to working with you this wedding season. And I am, you know, letting go of my little gem out of my pocket and sharing you with the world. And I'm Don't worry, man, your gem won't go too far. <laughs> that's good, that's good. And <laughs> I'm glad that I'll always have um, your support on wedding day. I will walk through any wedding door with you. Um, and again, guys, you know, I am letting you know again and again that Gossip is one of those resources that you would want to have in your back pocket to service your clients at the level of your brand. So thanks again, my friend. And I am looking forward to working with you. And, no problem. Um, have an amazing day and I will see you soon. All right. Take care until I see you again. Thank you, Gosset. Yeah, man. Okay, guys. So thanks again so much for listening to Chat About Weddings. This is your host, Ophelia, and I will see you guys on the next episode of Chat About Weddings.